morning, Jason. How are you? Hey, Chris. Doing well. How about you, man? Good, buddy. It's been a minute, and I am looking forward to get back in the groove of things. I know. We're gearing up for episode number 30. Yeah. That time has flown by. I know yeah, we go over this. It's summer. Time. It is. And it's, it's summer. summer. We blink and... The holiday weekend, you know, just passed. And yeah. so yeah. I am looking forward to get back in the groove of life. And, and Now, you know, we're, we're recording in Indianapolis. Did you go to the race? I did not. No? I did not. I know somebody that had free tickets it. and passed up. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. I don't know if I... I might have gone if I had free tickets. I don't I know. know. I might have too. Huh. I've been here 10 years and I still haven't been. You haven't gone? I oh, haven't I've been a couple times. I mean, we went and did the tour and, you know, we've seen... Yeah. We, you know, they were doing like... Uh, uh, the ride-alongs, mm-hmm. and so we've you know we've been there when cars have been going around the track, but oh cool, but not a field of cars, right? You right. know, oh it's a whole new experience. You oh, gotta go, uh, yeah. And you and you like me are a transplant here, so yeah, you kind of gotta go. I know you gotta you got you gotta go to that, and you gotta go to the brickyard, the brickyard, okay. the NASCAR races. It's just okay. one of those things you gotta do. Yeah. So yeah. I have another friend that went at like six thirty in the morning. Oh yeah, it's crack of dawn stuff. Like most people are. Um, I talked to another gentleman that works there, and they left at four o'clock in the morning. They left at four o'clock, and it's not just to beat the traffic. It's a I want to be there all day. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. It's you got to get there, get set up, and enjoy life. Yeah. Yeah. He said he was in his lawn chair by like six forty-five, and eleven forty-five. Somebody came by and went, "I'm sorry, you've probably been bored all morning." He's like, "This has been the greatest day ever. <laughs> <laughs> like so many wonderful people to just watch." <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know if I'm that intense. That's right. My, that's probably part, right. part of my problem. So, so yeah, we'll have to do that someday. Yeah. Um, so, what we get? What are we talking about today? Um, somebody who has free ta- tickets that's going to send them to us for right. right <laughs> <laughs> No, um, no. I think um, you know what we want to talk about is we've been talking about health. Mm-hmm. You know, of health of as a leader. Right. But what about health of your team? Yes. You know, because, I mean, there's there's a lot of solopreneurs out there for sure, right? True. That, um, you know, you've got to be working with people still, mm-hmm. even if you're running solo. Right. Um, you know, and it's harder to build a team when, you know, they're not employed or volunteer for you. But, um, yeah. you know, that's definitely, definitely a part of it. But, um, you know, if you're a small business owner and you've got, um, you know, a team of three to six, 12, 20, 30, 100, mm-hmm. you know, right. the, the culture that you build around the business mm-hmm. is critically important. Right. You know, it's, it's super critical, you know. Um, I just talked to a, a business owner yesterday that started as a solopreneur. Okay. And has now 110 employees or somewhere in that vicinity. I don't know if I got that number perfectly right. But is a huge multi-million dollar business at this point. And I asked him, I was like, so what's, what does a small, what would you tell a small business owner? Um, to do, you know, what to do if he was growing and wanted to be more like you. And, right. And he was referring back to the people, which it goes back to the culture. Yeah. You know, because it's like you're not going to keep your people if you don't have good culture. Right. And he's got people that have been working with him for close to 17 years, wow. 17 to 20 years. And that that's a huge testament to his leadership. Right. And right. his growth and his process of, of how he did things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was very true pre-COVID. But mm-hmm. definitely on this side, um, you know, people are choosing healthy environments mm-hmm. over, you know, over over finances, over right. income, over benefits. Sometimes the right. um, the healthy culture of your business 
is a benefit to your people. Mm-hmm. And it's something that as leaders, we're responsible for. Mm-hmm. I mean, the buck stop with us, stops with us. Right. You know? that, and that's, that's just a, another facet of itself is trying to figure out, like, people are more driven at this point, not by money, but by culture. Yeah. That is just, yeah. I think that's for some businesses and some employers, hard to register. But yeah. yet so many tech companies, mm-hmm. you talk go to these tech companies and they have opportunities where people can go and play ping pong in the middle of the office or, right. you know, like <laughs> they have a, a place where you can go sit yeah. down and have refreshments or coffee or right. whatever, you know, right. it's like, man, they're doing something right. Cause they're trying to keep their people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even beyond, you know, products and, you know, I mean, cause our culture is always, you know, American, the American dream and you know, industrialism has always been up and to the right, right? On the right. growth chart. You know, if you're not moving up and to the right, are you succeeding? Right. And things like culture and how your company um, gives back mm-hmm. outside of the products or services that you offer as a company, but, you know, how are you present in the community? Mm-hmm. Those are some non-up and to the right characteristics that our, you know, our younger generations deeply care about. Mm-hmm. And those are things that we can't... Uh, you can't really strategize for, right? You know, right. Um, you know, if if you think about the critical components of a business, you've got, you know, you've definitely got to have finances. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if you don't have cash flow and income, and that's kind of a problem. The bills paid, <laughs> you know, that could kind of crash and burn real quick, right? Um, the other two parts to you know, if it's a business is a three legged stool, we've I think we've talked about this before, right? Right. That the other two legs are your strategy and your people. Right. You know, you've got to have a good, solid business strategy, which is what we're going to talk about here in a little while. Right. <laughs> you know, yes. Um, you know, talking about our vision, our values, what, you know, how we do what we do. Um, but what about your people? Right. You know, what is the culture around your business, around your team look like? Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how good your strategy is. Mm-hmm. Your culture will always eat your strategy for lunch, I think is what the... Uh, yes. <laughs> you see that on LinkedIn and social media all the time, right? right? right. Culture eats strategy, you know. And so, um, you know, what are we doing to intentionally invest in our culture? Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, and I'm glad you brought it up that, you know, ping pong tables and right. refrigerators full of you know, sodas and, and drinks sodas. are yeah. okay. Or the healthy versions. Right. <laughs> you know, or companies are, you know... Putting in, mm-hmm. putting in a tap, yeah. you know, in the afternoon, it's not, right. you know, go have a brainstorming session over a beer in well, the conference room. I had a conversation with a business owner not too long ago where they're putting um, kombucha, like that's sure. like yeah. you can get a tap of kombucha in your office. Uh-huh. Like I didn't even know they did that. And there, there's companies out there that have this tea, this kombucha tea kind right. of stuff uh-huh. in the office, so you can go have a drink in the afternoon. It's like supposed to be really healthy and really. Right. I was like, what? Like, I'm learning new things all the time. Next step is just IV. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Caffeine IV. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah. You know, and, and all of these things are great. Mm-hmm. But those things aren't what directly create culture. Yeah. That, you know, if, you, if you're in your, um, in your workplace, in your business, and you're like, well, if we just throw a, if we throw a foosball table in the break room. Right. Things will get better. Right. Because then people are together and relating and, right. you know, things like that. It, nah. it doesn't work that way. Right. You know, those things are nice. Right. There may be evidence of good culture. Right. Um, where people are wanting to hang out together and be a part of, right. you know, um, you know, sharing that aspect of work together. Mm-hmm. You know, more than just the water cooler talk. Right. Um, but it's not the, it's not the catalyst for good 
culture. Right. And so, um, you know, there's there's five things that we think, or four things that we think leads to healthy cultures. Okay. Okay. Um, one is having a vocabulary of health. Mm-hmm. Having a vocabulary of what does a healthy leader look like? What are you know? What are the val- uh, kind of the values around you know what we're shooting for? Right. That you've got to have that vocabulary, um, and if you can express that visually, that sticks with people. Yes. You know, and so you know if you can create some some very simple visuals. These don't have to be major. They, you know, I mean, a lot of our um, design standards on websites uh-huh. and things like that are going to just very icon based imagery. So, you know, when you see the little circle with a point at the bottom, yep. that, that means location, right? Okay. You know, when yep. you see an envelope, you know, that means email, right? You know, just some of those very simple, um, uh, tools, um, helps us express that vocabulary. And if we can create some objective common language around that mm-hmm. vocabulary, then you get all of your people on the same wavelength speaking about the same things. Right. You know, and so, you know, for us as a podcast, we've we've started saying um, that leading is serving is fighting for the highest good of others. Right. You know, um, and you and I, I, I'm starting to hear that language in others, too. Yes. That we talk about it enough that we're like, yeah, I'm going to fight for the highest good. And right. I've had people ask, what do you mean by the highest good? You know, let's let's clarify that, and yeah. and so we get to talk about that, and then suddenly there's a subjective, common language of okay, are you fighting for the highest good of your people? Right. You know, and and we know exactly what that means, and you know, um, you know, within my organization, we use um, the analogy of mountain climbing, mm-hmm. and so just a simple mountain um, reflects us toward that analogy of right. I'm going to fight for the highest good. I'm going right. to help someone reach the summit. I'm going to help them find the handholds, you know, place the ladders, you know, put in the the anchor points, and I'm mm-hmm. going to help them reach the summit. That that's what fighting for the highest good means for right. us. And so, just a simple image, simple analogy helps us understand that. And so, you've got a vocabulary of what what you want your culture to be. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can create some visual nature around it, mm-hmm. and then create some objective common language around that, those things create productive communication nice that now when they are playing ping pong right <laughs> when they are you know hooking up their IV to the, the kombucha, kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> the language around that um, is now a shared common language right that isn't you know here's what I think is best it's this is as a company this is what we we we're right. shooting for, we're but we're together. We're on the same page. We're finding mm-hmm. alignment right. through these simple visual tools and simple common language. It's scalable. It's mm-hmm. simple. It's repeatable. It's sustainable over time. Right. You know, I talked to one leader that was like, "Yeah, we, our company did, oh, what was it called? Oh, and he like put together three or four letters because yeah. it was the acronym of whatever the program was. Right. No, no, it was." And then he flipped a couple letters. No, no, there was an there was a P in there, I think. Uh, and he, <laughs> and so I was like, well, that clearly wasn't sustainable, right? <laughs> <You know? laughs> they tried to simplify it. They gave right. it an acronym, you know. But you know, was that really sustainable over right. time? And so, or did they not bring it around full turn, and and completely 
um, engross the, the the culture in it. Like, right. You know, you, you can't just do it. Right. Once. You have the you have the training, and you walk away, and and then everybody goes, "What was that about?" Yeah. And a year later, somebody goes, "Oh, we didn't come back to this. Let's do this again." You right. Know? Yeah. And so, yeah, there's some consistency in there, and so as you work through those things, mm-hmm. you're building healthy culture. Right. By putting that out there, um, you know, we talked to one leader. Um, I actually reached out to him recently that um, um, Andy Hendricks was one of our interviews. Yeah. And he talked about the likes and loves list that he gives new employees. Yes. What do you like? What do you love? And then he just blesses his team with gifts, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, the gold in that is not that he gave somebody a Mountain Dew because that's their favorite soda. Right. The gold is that he took the time to understand them, right, and learn about them. Even he if it was about them, even if it was just a simple piece of paper, right. You know, totally. I care about him, and you know, you're not giving him a. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry to my friends, right. um, you know, they're not giving you a Dr. Shasta when you really want a Dr. Pepper, right, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and so, creating a vocabulary. Around you what is going to bring you a Dr. Pepper next week, don't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Um, uh, where you create a, va- a vocabulary around what is healthy culture. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow you express that in some visual tools. You know, um, we're wanting to put some posters up in the hallway just to, you know, I mean, we always do that. You have the motivational right, right, <laughs> posters yeah. from yep. the 90s, right? right. Um, let's replace those. <laughs> <laughs> Take those off the wall yeah. with the wallpaper. With something a little more personal, something that's your language, that's your objective common language right. um, around that. And, you know, um, that's what I love about um, with Giant that I, you know, use a lot of my tools and stuff from is um, the language is pervasive throughout that. It's yeah. super simple. It's, you know, one of our goals is that you could talk to a 13-year-old and within 20 minutes they get it mm-hmm. and can share it with their friends. You know? yeah. And so that's that's, awesome. that's that's what we shoot for. And so that's how to build healthy culture. I, I love mean, it. Ping pong and a refrigerator full of Dr. Pepper is important. Right. <laughs> but it's not going to, not guaranteed right. it's going to bring it home. But you've got to create communication in the process. Yeah. You've got to build that culture around that. Yeah. So. Well, I really appreciate that, that, all that information because I think it's, it's so rings true, but I also know that this quickly leads into what we're going to talk about today, yeah. which yeah. is... We're going to talk about the other side of strategy. Right, which is yeah. core values, right? Right. So we're we're um, quickly approaching into that information. So yeah. let's, let's go ahead and jump into and, it. And I think I think we're going to... I, I hope we see the tie-in yes. of how culture and strategy propels us further in business. Quicker. Completely agree. So let's jump over here in a moment. All right. See you in a minute. All right, welcome back. Welcome back. Glad we I'm glad we make it over that little instrumental interlude. Right, that's a that's a long time to come back from, right? right. <laughs> Especially since we never know how much time spans between those. It could be days. It could be weeks. It could be yeah. The mystery minutes. of podcasting. <laughs> they never know. They never they know. know. Well, so hey, what are we talking about today, Jason? Yeah, we want to we want to talk through. I mean, last week we talked about our our mission, our why. Right. You know, what's our purpose behind what we do? Today we want to talk about the how. You know, how do we how do we get that done? What's right. our vision behind what we do and kind of the values that that help drive us through that. Mm-hmm. Right? And we've also we already touched on culture, which Yeah, we did touch on culture well, a little bit. Yeah. Before we you know, before this mm-hmm. we start touched on culture, which is a huge thing, is part of it. So let's right. touch on the next big important part. Yeah. 
Yeah, because strategy is, you know, how we do our business matters deeply, mm-hmm. right? And we are saying in the opening part that the culture can really destroy any, you can have the best strategy on the planet. Right. And if you have a crappy culture, right, it's going to destroy your strategy. Especially in this current time frame. Right. But imagine if you've got a healthy culture, mm-hmm. what that would do for a solid strategy. Oh, my goodness. Even a mediocre strategy. Right. You know, if you have a team aligned and fighting for the highest good of each other. Right. And, you know, if if you as a leader are fighting for your people. Right. And they in turn are like, well, you've got my back. I've got your back. Right. <laughs> Let's nail this. Right. And you jump on even a mediocre strategy, your business is going to move. Yeah. You know, when your team is aligned and you're, you're finding finding that type of momentum. That's mm-hmm. cool. And so so we want to talk a little bit about that strategy. Right. What are right? some of the key points that we need to make sure that yeah. we touch on? Yeah. So, you know, we talked a little bit about why. When it comes back down to it, um, you know, what is our what is our why? Mm-hmm. And that can be, you know, that mission, that kind of that purpose, that can be a very broad, mm-hmm. you know, like right. you and I could probably share a very similar mission statement. Right. Even though we're in completely different industries. Mm-hmm. But then the vision statement, that's, that's, this is where it starts to narrow, right? Right. You're starting to get a little bit more specific to who you are and how you want to do things. Right. Right. And so your vision might not be the same as somebody else's vision. Right. You know, I mean, you're in uh, remodeling. remodeling and mm-hmm. construction, and you can have two construction with the same mission. Right. But your vision, your values are going to be a little bit different because... You come from different places. Right. You want to achieve a little bit different things. Right. You know, as different a, part of that mission. So, yep. yeah. So how, how have you heard vision expressed in the past? You know, vision is one, like you said, it's, it's one of those things that's, um, it's, it has to have some key definers. I think in my head is, um, some things that are important to the business, important to what you're trying to accomplish and mm-hmm. what, and how you're trying to accomplish it. Um, so, uh, like you said, I think it's different for each business a little bit, um, that part, because you're honing in on mm-hmm. it. And so that's kind of what I've what I've focused yeah. on and trying to make sure that I think the other thing for me is it has to be meaningful. Like it has to be meaningful to mm-hmm. the people involved. And the, I mean, just to go out and start a company and be like, hey, we're going to be the best guy today, you know, like to do this. You know right. what I mean? Like right. it's not enough. There's not... Right. There's no buy-in. There's no, and I mean, I guess that's to my point is that you have to have some buy-in from those around you that are part of it. So it's almost like you might have somebody who's spearheading it, but you definitely probably need to have some buy-in from the people that you're working with to try to create that vision to, so that everybody's on board. Yeah. You kind of have to have something that you want to kind of hang your hat on. Right. You know, um, I remember... I remember we were, uh, me and a friend were headed out to lunch, and he's like, where do you want to go? And I was like, I don't care. I just need something cheap, fast, and good, right? Right. And he was like, pick two. You're not going to find all three. <laughs> That's if hilarious. it's cheap and it's fast, it's probably not, not going to be good. good. If it's fast and it's good, it's, kind of it's not, not going to be cheap. cheap. You're going to have to pay for that. <laughs> you know? That's awesome. And I went around that triangle going, huh, yeah, that's very true. That is huh. true. You know, and so, you know, as business owner, you know, when it comes to our mission, we, you know, we're not, we're not as good as we think we are. Right. <laughs> right. You know, we can't be all three, you know, or whatever, right. you know, and so we kind of have to hang our hat on something. Right. You know, we're going to, you know, 
we're going to do absolute excellent quality work. Mm-hmm. There is nothing that we are going to be the best. When it comes right. to excellence at work, we are going to be the top one on our side of town. Right. Right. If that is your focus, you're probably, some of the others are going to falter. Right. You know, and, but if you say absolute best at customer service, mm-hmm. we're going to take care of our customers no matter what. Right. You know, you, you probably aren't going to be the most excellent quality in town. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, because what we, you know, we kind of have to pick an angle right. and absolutely focus on it mm-hmm. and say, this is where I'm going to go. And when we try and scattershot, right. you know, we just, we're just shotgunning at, I want to hit all of these. Mm-hmm. We're, we're only going to hit e- all of them equally well, which means right. probably not the best. Yeah. The, the, the focus isn't on any one of those points. Truly, just shotgun approach. It's just that's not going to work. Yeah, it's not going to hone in on the thing that's most important to you. So you need I mean, to figure it out. You'll generally be good, right? Yeah, yeah. But but you're you know, what is your company truly going to be known for? And I mean, look at McDonald's, right? They're mm-hmm. not their burgers aren't the greatest, right? Like nobody. I don't think anybody goes. I want to go to McDonald's because I love well, their burgers. Right? Depends on what age you are. Right. That's that's true. That's true. <laughs> but then there's a toy that comes with the other one. That's, yeah, you know, that's right. Makes it a little better. But truly, they've been. They've been serving McDonald's, has been serving burgers for however knows how long, mm-hmm. but they're fast and they're quick and it's cheap. Mm-hmm. And so they're hitting two, two pretty good points. Right. And for most people, it's some nights that's what you need. Right. Quick and easy. Right. And cheap. You don't have time for five guys. Right. Exactly. You know. Yeah. That's why they can both be in business and, that's right. <laughs> and that's both right. survive, right? Right. And so, you know, your strategy your vision around how you want to do business mm-hmm. um, can vary. Right. You know, I mean, if, if you think restaurants are easy to pick on because we all go. Right, right. right. Totally. Well, you know, we all partake. Yeah. I mean, McDonald's has a very specific strategy that they're shooting for. Mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A has a very specific strategy they're shooting for. Correct. You know, or, well, go back to McDonald's. You know, when I was growing up, there was always a Burger King on the opposite corner, right? Right. That's exactly right. <laughs> you know, in probably in the last 10 years, though, I've seen their... There's been more divergence between the two, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of similarities, a lot of, right. you know, um, we're kind of shooting along a similar vision, but mm-hmm. now, now it's very different. Right. You know, they've, they've individualized more. Um, but, um, <clears throat> you know, um, we've got a friend that, um, owns, um, uh, a little restaurant with a brewery mm-hmm. and really cool culture right. around how he does his stuff. Yep. Um, but they, they've got what, 20 different beers on tap, I think. Yeah. And it's all local. That's cool. You know, there is no big national brands, big, mm-hmm. you know, imports or things like that. I think you might have a bottle or two here or there. But, right, right. You That's know, a, but yeah. for the most part, most what part. his vision is, That's I want to promote local breweries in the Indiana Midwest area. That's awesome. You know, and... That that's just that's what he hangs his hat on, right? And that's really cool, you yeah. Know? And so, um, you know, finding how are we going to do business? How are we going to make the profit we need? How are we going to you know provide for my family, provide mm-hmm. for my employees? Um, you know, how are we going to bring a product and service to the community right. in in my way? Well, and so we've touched on the vision, and I think now you're getting into the values some because the, he, yeah. the person mm-hmm. that owns that business, he values these small. Uh, mom and pop shop breweries, right? Because right. Uh, they are he values that, local. He values local, mm-hmm. and he he too in of himself is is one of his own um, 
uh, as far as I know, there I don't know very many businesses that like they're like his, right? But, but where he has a place where you can go read a book and drink a beer, right? Like that's his thing, mm-hmm. and that's what he values. He values the people and the time and the and the local breweries. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I mean, if we're gonna stay on that topic of beer, <laughs> right? You know, um, you know, some people just want their favorite, right? They, you know, I want my Dr Pepper, <laughs> right? Right. You know, I'm not looking for variety. Right. You know, but there are, you know, there is a market for an ever-changing variety. Correct. You know, I want to try new things. I want to experience the new. I want to look for something that might be my next new favorite. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, and so that's, um, you know, that's certainly a way to go about. Right. And know. I mean, I think that's why, you know, um, that's why still somewhat like Starbucks has done an excellent job with coffee, right? But right. there's so many little mom and pop shops that are doing coffee as well and, and they 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 are trying different things too, so right. that you give you you know give those those people an opportunity to try something different or create something. Right. And I'm not a coffee guy, but I was at a coffee shop this morning that, mm-hmm. um, and I, I have no idea right. the quality of Starbucks versus the quality of coffee at yeah. this shop. I mean, I I just don't know right. because it's I a, don't drink it. Right. It's a whole other level. <laughs> right. Um, but I know this shop is socially conscious that um, proceeds from um, what they make behind mm-hmm. the counter on that. Right. They're actually <clears throat> a nonprofit that pours back into the community through marital counseling and um, crisis counseling for people. Yeah. Which, and I'm like, you know, I'm, I would almost buy a cup of coffee and not drink it just <laughs> just to make <laughs> just sure because of to that, support you know? them. Yeah. Um, but right. that's part of their strategy. That's part mm-hmm. of, you know, what they value is the mental health and the relational health of their community. Right. And that's what they pour into. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so if we keep taking that a little bit more narrow, um, you know, we kind of pick our avenue of, you know, here's how I want to do business. This is the angle that I want to take in my industry. Um, <clears throat> if we take that a little bit further down the funnel of, um, so what are the guiding values that I'm going to have? What are my core values? Mm-hmm. Um, and right. these values that you establish, and and I think it's recommended anywhere from what, three to six, maybe eight. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't want to, you don't want to get too many because then how do you keep track of them all? <laughs> right. You know, because these are the guiding principles that you are going to make decisions by down the road. Right. The right. things that you fall back on when times are tough, when crisis hits, when a pandemic hits, you know, um, what are we going to choose to do? Right. And we fall back on these values. Right. And they're also, they're, um, you, like you said, that we fall back on these. So these help guide decision-making processes when sometimes times are rough. Mm-hmm. Like like you said, during a pandemic and stuff like that. And I think that, um, you know, I've brought this up before where, like, I started my business and didn't exactly have the clear-cut thought process on the values of my business, mm-hmm. but I did, and I didn't know it, if that right. makes sense. Like, right. there was underlying themes that ran through the business and ran through the people that I was hiring that I didn't realize was part of my value system that I created, but I just didn't realize I had never put them on paper and never verbalized them and made sure that everybody else was on the same page. Now we're there and we all have the same page. We're on the same page. Right. And so it's just a great, um, so even if you have a business and you're running, there's a good chance that you have these. You just need to figure them out, make sure that everybody understands that. Right. And then present it on a piece of paper at some level multiple yeah. times. And that's part of that common language that we talked about earlier, right. know, having visual tools and a common language around your values would be beautiful and right. as part of forming your culture. 
right this part is also part about your strategy right mm -hmm. you know um, and I, I think that in my early days I thought oh, common language values like is this really necessary? It's my way or the highway, right? Right? Like, I mean, like, <laughs> right? I'm like, no, not really. But, you know. You Everybody know well. just gets it, though, right? Right, right. And you would think that, too. But it's there's times where you go, well, that's what this is for. And then you can bring somebody along to help them understand why this is so important because a situation popped up. Well, what, it, what would have been the right, what's the best thing to do in this situation? And sometimes it's not a right or wrong thing. Sometimes it's just right. like, this is the better thing to do because of who we are. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it's not even always black and white, like, this is wrong, this is right. Mm -hmm. It's sometimes gray. And it's like, well, it would have been better to do this, so let's make sure we do this next time. Right. You know, just from a coaching perspective and learning yeah. perspective. I've got a friend that says the hardest decisions in life are not between what's right or wrong. It's what's between good, better, and best. Yes. And, you know, and these are the types of things that you can come back to to help guide your way. Right. You know, mm -hmm. um, one of the nonprofits that I work with um, has a core value of messy mm. that really um, that willing we are willing and we actually desire to get our hands dirty in the messiness of life. Hmm. And so if we have two avenues that we're looking at and one keeps us a little more distant, yep. keeps our hands clean. Right. <laughs> and it might even be a little more profitable. Right. You know. But the other pathway is uh, it's going to be messy. It's going to be harder. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to you know we're going to get down in the nitty gritty of life with right. some people, and we don't. I mean, maybe the reward is higher on the back end, but there's a lot more risk. Right. We are going to choose the risky route. Hmm. We're going to choose that messy route of saying, you know, that's that's how we want to do, how we want to fulfill our mission, mm -hmm. how we want to fulfill our vision is we are willing to get messy. Hmm. And so let's, let's, let's not be afraid of that. Yeah. That's and awesome. So, um, you know, that's a, that's the kind of thing that you can't really decide in the moment because mm -hmm. you don't want to in the right. moment. <laughs> yeah. Right. In the moment you have a tendency to back off from that. Right. You're like, right. I got enough mess as it is. I'm, I'm, I don't want any more. Right. Right. But after we've been playing ping pong for 30 minutes, right. <laughs> and we're sitting down with a cold Dr. Pepper. I'm going, you know, Hey. I think we should lean to this. Right. It's in those moments of clarity that you set these values, you set these, you know, this is part of your vision of how you want to do your business mm -hmm. so that when the decisions come up, you go, oh, yeah, that's that's where I want to go. Right. You know, so what are, what are, what are a couple of the values that you have around your business, if I can put you, you know, in the spot? Yeah. Um, some of the values, like we we are constantly striving for, you know, the best quality. Quality is a is a big focus in mm -hmm. in my industry. Um, just because I think that so many times um, contractors come in and just make it. There's a and I in my world I think for contractors in in particular, uh, I think that what people don't think about is the stuff that's behind the wall. They just see what's on the face of the wall. So mm -hmm. the, the paint and maybe the wood, then, right. you know, stuff like that on the exterior side of the wall of how you're making it look pretty, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But what goes on behind the wall makes a huge difference, yeah, it does. right? You know, and like, yeah. and I think that there's a time and a place where some people are willing to cut the corners behind the walls mm -hmm. where I'm not. Right. So, so, to break that down, your vision is quality. Yep. Your core value is we're not going to cut corners. Right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yep. And the guys, my guys that work with me know that that's huge on my list of things. And we want, 
Yeah. We want to deliver quality every time. And yeah. because if we're part of it, then our so our names are connected to it. And therefore, we would just as soon make sure it's yeah. 100% quality. I, I know a few of your guys, and it would personally hurt them to cut corners. It sure would. It, it sure would. It goes against their just the way they're made. Right. <laughs> right. So, Which is yeah. even better because, you know, in the process of putting it together a team, yeah. you know, you didn't, you don't know how deep that runs until you all are on the same page. And then everybody's like, I couldn't do that. Like, right. which is perfect because right. then we're all aligned. The commu- right. the common communication between us all is right. very real. And the decision-making process gets easier. Totally does. You know, and that's that, what I didn't realize at the beginning. Yeah. That, you know, if that is your core value of we're not going to cut corners, mm-hmm. you get a supply chain issue and you can't get X for this project. And you're like, yeah, we could get Y. Yep. But everybody's going, no, that would feel like cutting a corner. So we're not going to do that. Right. So it makes the decision easy of going back to the customer going, we want to do the absolute best for you. Right. It's going to take two extra weeks. Right. Are you okay with that? Right. And then at that point, you know, when I've also realized that, you know, if we think that it's not going to be up to quite our standards, um, then we can come up with different options and present it to the customer to help them understand that we're trying to deliver the quality mm-hmm. and let them make a decision, right. help them understand the impact of what the decision is. Right. So we're still trying to deliver that quality, even in the midst of maybe not being able to get things as timely. Right. Right. But and if, that that matters down the road. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember hanging a, a big flat panel uh, TV on a wall. Yeah. And. We use the the anchor bolts, yeah, uh, or the the uh, the drywall anchors. You know, yeah, yeah you yeah. know. Yep. Um, we're the, pretty the sure we found bit. studs and things like that. Yeah. Within two minutes, that TV was pulling out of the wall. No way. And we're like, oh my goodness, what in the world? We come come to find out, it's uh, aluminum studs behind that drywall. Oh. And it's not going to hold a TV. Nope. <laughs> so we appreciate. Even down the road, people who don't cut corners. <laughs> right? That's too funny. So we were pretty sure that TV wasn't going to go in that wall in the end run, but we finally figured it out. You know, it yeah. just took that much more. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank it's, you for not cutting corners. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. No problem. <laughs> um, and then one more step that we just want just to throw out there real quick. Yeah. Because, um, you know, we were talking about mission. That purpose can be, that's a big umbrella. Mm-hmm. Multiple, multiple people, businesses are going to fall under that same umbrella. Right. Um, vision makes it a little more unique. Yep. You know, we're talking about coffee shops, and this one might be a little bit different from this one. And, you know, there's some, you know, something that's unique about that. But you might go to another community and find another coffee shop with a similar vision. Right. 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 You mm-hmm. may only have one in a community, but, you know, um, then you get into the values. And that mm-hmm. makes you even a little bit more unique. Right. Um, but then there's the question of um, what are your distinctives? Mm-hmm. That no matter how far and wide you look, there is probably no one that does it exactly like you because right. this is just who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so if you can work your way down that funnel from mission to vision to values to what is my distinctive, um, mm-hmm. you know, that is... If you can land on that distinctive, mm-hmm. that's a great marketing tool. Yes, completely agree. Because uh, nobody else can market that. Right, right. So, and and sometimes it's hard to get there when you, there's many other businesses out there that do what you do. Right. I would say, you know, but I think right. that at some level, 
you're trying to deliver something that um, your your expectations are might be a little differently than uh, even if another business is doing the same thing you're doing. Mm-hmm. There's there's a niche that you're trying to touch or re- trying to get into that is kind of your sweet spot. Mm-hmm. So focus on that. Right, right. So if we kind of wrap all this together, mm-hmm. you know, tying culture and strategy together, that if you can do that hard work mm-hmm. of, you know, a lot of times we just start businesses and we get running, we get going, and we get in that daily grind and it's hard to back off and take a look. Um, you know, some some personalities enjoy that type of stuff and they might pre-shape some of that before starting the business. Right. You know, but then right. then everything shifts as, you know, you have to make changes and, you know, um, so updating that along the way. <clears throat> yeah. Um, that all of that leads into like what you were saying earlier is building a team around those things. Mm-hmm. That if this is your value and this is your vision of how you're going to do something, when you're interviewing somebody, they may have incredible skill or talent. Right. But if they don't share the value, right, it's probably not going to be a good match. Right. Most That's likely. True. You know, even if they're an A plus on the talent. Right. You know. And but if one of your values is close relationships, mm-hmm. and they just don't like people, <laughs> yeah, you, it's gonna be a, a it's gonna be a wedge in the team, right? You know, and so you build your leadership around that, mm-hmm. um, and you know you have to ask questions around structure and you know, uh, you know, things like that, and that comes out in the end with your daily. You know, all these things can shape your daily task list mm-hmm. of, you know, here's what here's what we're going to be working on either this quarter, this month, this week, mm-hmm. today. Right. Um, that, you know, if our goal is to, um, you know, be generous, mm-hmm. that's a that's a value that we want to hold as a company is right. we want to have generosity. Mm-hmm. Um, well, our goal this quarter is we want to give $1,000 back to our community. Yeah. Um, so this month, here's our... our uh, our revenue goals. And so this week, I know I need to try and close on this project. Yeah. And so uh, today, what do I need to do to bring success into view for that project right. so we can meet our revenue goals so that at the end of this quarter, we can be generous and give $1,000 back to our community. Right. And so all of these things flow down into even directing our daily tasks and yeah. the decisions we make on a daily basis. Right. So. That's good. That's really good. It's good stuff, but it's hard. It takes it time. It does. It takes a lot of thought energy. It it does. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Totally does. And it I does. think that's the part that when you start down this road, like you know, I don't know. Maybe you dealt with this. I maybe I I didn't. I definitely did. Like I didn't. I when you first do this, you kind of think it's pretty point blank and just kind of like it is what it is, right? Right. Right. You go down. You list your things. You're good. Right. Right. But then to truly have it run through, like we were talking about culture earlier, mm-hmm. like to truly run through, it takes a lot of work and a lot of revisiting this yes. to help everybody understand that, um, you know, this is important. Like this isn't going away. Like there's right. an expectation here that we're going to grow. There's expectations of where we're going. Mm-hmm. Like we're not just out like um, th- this stuff doesn't happen by chance. Right. Like all your, like you were talking about, like, you know, there's things that you do every day to make a change or Mm -hmm. to make a difference to, to make, move things forward. Right. Right. But if you don't, then nothing happens and stuff doesn't happen by chance. It's all baby steps of moving forward. Right. Right. 
And I know you've been through the uh, EOS system. Right. Uh, Entrepreneurial Operating System, I Correct. think is what that stands for. And, um, you know, if, if, you're, if you're a business owner and you've been thinking about that, we know a guy that um, does coaching on that here in the Indianapolis area and does a phenomenal job. Right. Um, but it's a, it's a difficult thing to implement. It's big. It, it it's, totally, and it's, it's every huge. time I went through it to a different part of it, it wiped me out. Like, <laughs> right, right. I'm not even joking. Like, I would go home. I mean, we'd have a day-long coaching session. Yeah. And I was spent that night. Yeah. Like, it took everything I had to... I mean, I knew my body physically had the energy to do things, mm-hmm. but my brain was mush. Right. <laughs> and so going back to five voices, right. some personalities lean into this whole lot differently Correct. than others. You know? Yeah. And I know for um, the task-oriented person... I bet it was a. It would be amazing, right. you know. But for the relational person, and that's you know more right. my cup of tea. Like I knew it had. I knew it, I learned a lot from it. Don't right. get me wrong, right? And I think for every say ten percent that you implemented, reaped huge rewards. I completely agree. Yeah. I definitely learned a lot. I, I made a lot of changes and continuing to do so because of that, right? Right. But. Going through my five voices, now I understand why <laughs> I was so drained at the end of the day. Right. Because right. it was not my f- first function of right. how I function. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. And being a big picture guy, I enjoy the big picture pieces. Right. But then you get to the end of, okay, so here's what we got to do. Right. Oh, no, that's for somebody else. Right. You know? <laughs> I totally was that guy. I'm like, can we talk about this tomorrow? That's right. <laughs> That's right, uh, so. but there's a lot of there's a lot of systems out there. I know uh, Business Made Simple is a, another podcast that I listen to yeah. quite a bit. I've, I've enjoyed that it. one. Um, you know, there's there's some lot of good ones out there that are talking about strategy, vision, right. how to how to get the you know uh, get the bus down the road, get the airplane right. to the next airport. You know, mm-hmm. whatever the analogy is, and so encourage you to you know jump in because you know take the time. Take the time. Yes. Work on this. Um, this is one of those things, like, if you take a little bit of time each day, I don't know if you, did your parents ever tell you when you were younger, you know, if you just take, like, five minutes and study this every day, by the time you get to the test, it'll be really easy. Like, I don't know if your parents told you that. I'm a procrastinator. So. Yeah, so am I. Even so, if they said it, I didn't listen. Well, so. and so <laughs> we're coaching our daughters the same thing. Like, am I, uh, I felt like my mom probably said that to me when I was younger. Right. I didn't listen. Yeah. I, I was totally procrastinator. Yeah. But I totally see the value in spending five to 10 minutes a day doing something you think is important because it's moving it, things down the road because yeah. nothing happens without some intentionality. Right. 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 Even for us procrastinators. I know. I know. Then there's that. I intentionally procrastinate. To, yeah. Right. Never. <laughs> Moving on. We won't, go, we won't go down that road. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Well, hey, guys, we're really excited y'all uh, tuned in today. Yes, and thanks for hope, joining uh, us. Hope you'll take um, a few minutes and do the hard work of working through things like this. Yeah. Um, whether it's you know intentional about your culture or intentional about your strategy, um, you know, take a few moments. Yeah. And, and don't feel bad about asking for help. Right. I mean, we talk sure. all the time about mentors and coaches and this is you know, people who have walked that path before in Call on somebody, ask yeah. for help. Because more than likely, there's a coach out there that somebody is probably more than willing to help yeah. you. And there is a huge value to bringing somebody into the conversation that can objectively look at your business from a distance, right? And help point things out, 
right and help you bring clarity it, it's it's huge. so valuable so, so valuable. valuable so thanks for joining us yeah give and us a like or subscribe comment yeah. shoot us an email shoot us a question let us know if you know of a, a business leader or somebody mm-hmm. who you think would be great on the podcast we would love to hear about that yeah and if you see us on linkedin feel free to um, send us a message on there as well yeah Just stay in touch absolutely absolutely all right you guys keep leading and serving out there and we'll uh, see you next time all right sounds good